Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for being here today. Today, I will be talking about the technical blueprint, but I just want to have a quick one in the chat box. Let me know if you guys can see the screen, if you guys can hear me, and everything's okay on your side and my side as well. So thanks so much, everybody. But before we actually get started, we, where are you guys from? Just type it in here. Where are you guys from? Show me some love. Just tell me where you guys are from. Kansas. All right. Awesome. Okay. New York. Okay, guys, don't forget just uh, uh, put in like uh, not just host and panelists here. So everyone, A, Aaron, London, that's beautiful. My nephew is in London, Dallas, amazing, North Carolina, New Jersey. Jordan, wow, I have a really good friend in Amman. All right. <laughs> okay, so thanks, everybody. Okay, let's get this show on the road. We will be talking about the technical blueprint of how to generate an income, right? Because this is why we're all here, right? We want to generate income. We want to make extra money, right, to pay our bills and to start building our nest egg. That's uh, one of the biggest uh, things that we, everybody is concerned about and worry about, especially, especially that we're hit with historic high inflation. So we're going to talk about above average profits and uh, we're going to talk about the method that I will be, that I'm, uh, that I'm uh, following every single day. I only trade for a couple hours every single day. That's it. I don't trade more than a couple hours a day. And in fact, today, we were done around 10.30. Yeah, that's about around 10.30. We were done. Uh, we had two trades today. I'm going to be sharing the trades. If you guys are going to be interested, follow along. But before we actually dive in, one, one other question that I forgot to ask you guys. Um, type a one in the chat box if you guys have ever traded futures or if you guys are a futures trader, just type a one. Type a one. Type a one. If you're only trading stocks, Type of two, type of two, type of two. If you're trading just stocks, all right. Too bad I can't see your uh, your names. I just see numbers, but anyways. <laughs> okay, so I see that there is a mix in here. It's always great to see what my audience is uh, um, focusing on. Jazz, you're trading Forex. Okay, for those of you guys that have not answered number one, which is futures, keep an open mind. And I'm going to share with you some examples. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background and how I started day trading. And it's going to blow your mind because uh, my mind was blown like 10 years ago when I started really going into um, day trading futures. I have been day trading stocks my whole entire life, 20 to 25 years, day trading, swing trading, investing, long-term investing. Love it. I'm going to have a presentation on Wednesday about long-term investing, dividend investing, living off dividends. All right. So that's going to be super interesting. Uh, all right. But between, you know, before that, because it's all about creating the ecosystem, right? It's all about creating the ecosystem. So what do we need first? We need to generate income to pay our bills and then to have a little bit of extra money to do what? To put into our swing trading account or to put into our investing account. So that's how we build up right? And today's presentation is going to be just about that, how you can get started into generating income so you can supplement your current income or supplement the income in general so you can have money to put aside 
and then have that money working for you. Okay. So uh, for those of you that do not know me, my name is Anka Metcalf and I'm the CEO and founder of tradeoutloud.com. Uh, I have been a professional trader focused on equities and futures for the last 20 years. I day trade futures uh, two hours and done uh, at the New York Trading Session Open. And it's something that I have specialized in and I'm doing it professionally, right? I have It has not always been the case because I have been a stock trader. For a very long time. But since, uh, you know, my accountant was very, uh, let's say, worried about the amount of trades that I was uh, in and out and the amount of work that she needed to do and the amount of taxes that I needed to pay, she advised me to look into futures trading because it's a much more, let's say, tax friendly then stop trading and less work. At the end of the year, you get a 1099B form, boom, that's it. Those are your taxes. But for day trading is a whole lot different. It's a whole different ballgame. All right. So you have to go through all the trades, all that stuff. You got to give all those folders to your accountant. So it's gonna, they're going to charge you an arm and a leg. If you were doing this professionally, the way I was doing it, and if you're trading the way I was and having anywhere between six and 12 trades or maybe more per day, because I was doing it full time, I wasn't doing it only two hours. Okay. So I was really, you know, in front of the computer at seven o'clock in the morning, I was doing my analysis, gap scanning, whatever. And then I started trading at 930 at four, four o'clock, the market would close. I would analyze all the trades that I have been to into for the last uh, for the last hour of the day into of, of five thirty or so, and my day would be wrapped up with education and with everything because I wanted to make day trading my full time job. I quit my job just to get into day trading. All right, so I specialize in high velocity moves. What does this mean? So that means that I look for inflection points, and if and by the way, there's some inflection points that are triggering right now in the futures market. Um, so um, when I look at these key areas, along with the timing that I'm going to share with you today, huge surprise for you guys today. I'm going to be sharing some some of the biggest secrets from my trading, for my day trading with you guys. Um, these inflection points have the capability that once they hit a precise price, and that's a precise price. It's not a level. It's not an area. It's not gloomy. It's not kind of like hazy. It's like, oh, it's the area around that price. No, boom, it's that price. If it hits that price, it has the capability of running or dipping. Look no further. How many of you guys are on Twitter? Uh, just go to my Twitter uh, feed, which is uh, twitter.com forward slash trade out loud. I posted a chart of the S&P today. And I said, if it breaks this level, it's going to go higher. If it breaks this level, it's going to go lower. Boom, that's it. That's it. Okay. These are precise levels. And look, I posted this before the market opened, before the market opened. What did it happen? Boom. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It did what, what I said it would. And you can literally look at the market the same way. It's not rocket science. Anybody can do it. Look, I'm a regular person. I was not born into a um, let's say a family where, you know, I had everybody around me trading or investing. No. Okay. All right. So boom, let's continue. Uh, so these are the, uh, velocity moves. Um, 
Prior to becoming a professional independent trader, I come with 10 plus years in investment banking. And yes, I'm the founder and CEO of TradeAllow.com, which is a trading education firm that is specialized in educating individuals how to day trade, swing trade, and uh, invest in to any market and any environment. And I'm also the designer of an institutional proprietary trading system. And the reason why I'm the designer is because I cannot take credit for technical analysis that has been around for so many years. But yes, I have been mentored to look and to train my eye for specific areas on the charts. And there are some secrets. There are some secrets into support resistance, because support resistance is not only linear, it's not only about supply and demand, I wish it was, but it's not. And if you're only paying attention to supply and demand, that's only about 25% of the equation. Mm -hmm. That's 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 it. I focused on eight layers of price support resistance. And we focused on confluence areas, confluence areas where there are two or more areas of support. That is where you're going to see the price bound or the, or the price starts to pull back. Their exact levels on the charts, on the technical charts that point you in that direction, that give you the confidence to take the trade. And not only that, but give you the maximum accuracy for your buys of the day because it, it, give, it provides you the technical support to put the pieces together and to have that amazing chart analysis that is going to give you that composition, that chart composition that is going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Okay, with the precision, the highest rate precision, I'm talking about 98 to 99%. The trades that I execute, the trades that I execute have to have at least 75 or 80% chances. And we have a scoreboard, we have a scorecard. It's like check, 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 check. It fills all the check marks in there. Boom, that's ready to go. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Okay. And then we don't take a trade. I don't take a trade if it has a 50% chance of working because it also means that it has 50% chance of failing. All right. Now, if you put this together with trigger times, I'm going to share with you some of the trigger times in today's presentation, write them down and you will see that most of the setups are happening at around that time. Boom. It's going to be fantastic because now you're not going to waste your money and waste your time Looking for patterns that are happening without, with, uh, 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 that are happening outside of these trigger times. They have to happen within. We also have specific price zones. These are four specific price zones on the technical chart that I teach my traders in my courses. And these are the uh, price zones based on which institutional, institutional traders algorithms scale in and out of the targets, scale in and out of trades. They either get in or get out, whether in long or short. These are four price points on charts. They're fixed price points that they leg in or leg out or initiate trades. That's very interesting. And it gives you an edge because you know that that is an institutional level based on which there's going to, going to be a massive reaction. They're really great to set targets, to scale into targets, just to take profits, to trail. They're, they're really phenomenal to know. And then chart synchronicity and divergency. Not far from today, we had massive divergence in the market. All right off the bat, we noticed that today, NASDAQ or the Qs, for those of you that are trading stocks, was definitely having relative strength compared to the rest of the indices. We noticed relative weakness in the Dow, relative weakness in the SPX, relative weakness in Russell, right? But no, NASDAQ was a little bit stronger. NASDAQ intraday is the only index that, or the Qs, that 
guess what? Did not make a new low from 10 a.m. Did not breach the 10 a.m. low. Okay. All right. So this is uh, just my intro. If you guys want to check out Trade Out Live, you can visit our website or visit one of the handles that uh, we have on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Like I said, on Twitter, like I said, on Twitter, I posted the S&P idea for free. Yeah, for free. All right, let's get started, everybody. All right, here's my agenda for today. Today, we're going to be talking about the basics of what you think you knew, but you really don't. Uh, how to prepare your uh, your trade before the New York trading session open. Uh, what time frame to focus on when you're trading the open. That's a big one, right? Because a lot of traders are asking me and they're coming to me and they're saying, say, what is your favorite time frame? What is your favorite time frame? Is it like... Uh, the five minute, the two minute, the one minute, are you trading the tick chart? And the answer will shock you, okay? The answer is going to shock you, so stay tuned. And we're also going to talk a little bit about risk tolerance versus risk reward. If we have enough time, if not, we're going to jump into some charts to show you what's going on into the market, okay? All right, because guess what? Everybody's you know, not really interested in education that much. Let's be honest. Everybody's then, oh, just give me a strategy and you know, I can wing it and just make some money. It doesn't work like that, guys. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because you are trading with or against some of the most brilliant minds and sophisticated algorithms in the world, right? So you need to be really on the top, 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 top education in order to succeed in trading. You cannot wing it. I wish you could. You cannot. You have to be really well prepared. So this presentation is for traders that want to achieve above average gains, power trading the futures market. I'm going to show you my results from today, from this month, from last month, from last year, etc. So you can see that I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And this is not your ordinary presentation. This is not your ordinary, let's say, education. This is going to take you into the stratosphere of things. And uh, basically trading for charts. Like I said, I have been trading more, more than 6,000 charts every single day on a daily basis. I was scanning through those charts. Yes, thanks to a, a scanner that I was using. Still used to this very day. I've been using for, oh my God, 20 years. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of work involved in stock trading. Okay. There's more work involved in stock trading than futures trading. It was not an easy move for me because I wasn't very convinced, but I'm going to share with you some of the most important elements why you need to take a second look. If you have answer to, and if you're a stock trader, take a second look. You, you want to simplify your life? You want to simplify your trading hours? You want to simplify your work to a minimum? Count me in. And if you're in with me, I'm going to take you on a really quick ride in trying to show you what the futures market is all about and trade stress-free. I was just uh, talking to my uh, trading um, um, trading room members today, and uh, I was uh, sharing with them, you know, some of the issues that we've been having with the website, with this and that and whatever. And I was telling them like my only moment when I am zen is when I'm into the market. Because that is the time when you put everything behind and you just focus on charts. So bottom line is that, why are we all here? Okay, why are we all here? Because we love money, right? Uh, Adriana, do you love money? 
let me ask you, do you love money or are you very anxious to like get into a trade, get in? It doesn't matter whether you're losing or you're winning. You just show me that trade. Is it true? Do you love money? Do you love money as much as having the patience to wait for a trade or do you just jump into the trade? Okay. Just, just, just asking you, like, if you don't have the patience to wait for a trade to line up with the perfect technicals, with the perfect scenario, okay, guess what's going to happen? You, the trade is not going to work for you. Why? And you're going to take the trade. Why? Because you don't love money. When you love money, you have the patience to wait for the trade to happen, to wait for the technicals, to wait for the right timing, to wait for the trigger point, to wait for the right narrative. A lot of traders today were taken to the cleaners because they were long based on the pre-market activity into the, let's say, into the market, which was into a stage three, was basically to the highs. We're going to, you know, look at some charts a little bit later on. And then guess what? Powell started to speak and then boom, you need to be aware of what's happening around you about the environment, not only the market context, because the market context is going to tell you bullish or bearish, but you need to pay attention to the narrative on, on days like today or tomorrow, because we have Powell, right, speaking, what's going to happen? Volatility is going to increase. The likelihood of the pattern working is going to be low. Why is that? Because nobody can control the outcome of what's going to come out, right? Nobody. All right. I'm going to ask you right now, Reggie, Adriana, everybody in here. What is your account saying about you right now? Take a take a look at your account. Does your account say, oh my gosh, the account loves me, right? I love money. Does that, is that being reflected in your account right now? If you're 100% technical, Reggie, is that going to help you in any way if you don't pay attention to the narrative? No, you're going to blow up your account. And in fact, it's so easy to blow up your account, right? There are multiple things that are going to contribute to blowing up your account. So pay attention to this right now. Take a look at your account now. Take a look at the amount that you have in your account now. And knowing what you have started with, ask yourself this. Do I love my money or not? Because if you're down right now for the year, for the month, for the, you know, for last year, if you keep on bleeding money, you don't love money. It, it's just, it, And that's what this. Uh, narrative, my narrative was all about right here at the beginning, because you need to love your money in order to purchase a stock, whether for a short term or long term. Okay. So in order to make money, you need to become a master trader. What is the number one thing that you need to have? Patience. People that don't have patience do not succeed, period. A hundred percent of the people that do not have the patience do not succeed. Why? Because they do not know how to trade. And when you don't know how to trade, you just wing it. You just hop in, hop out, hop in, hop out, hoping for a good outcome, hoping. Uh, you need to be confident. Confidence comes from education. If you don't have the proper trading education, you're not going to be confident. Confidence comes from knowing technical analysis, knowing patterns, knowing when to trade and when not, when not to trade. You need to be disciplined. Discipline means having a really good handle on the market environment, having a really good handle on your size, your size, your position size. Your position sizing is what 
going to make or break you as a uh, as a trader. There's this misconception that futures trader, if they have a specific account size, they're going to be trading one, let's say one contract or two contracts. That is completely wrong. That is completely wrong. You need to have a predetermined, a really predetermined size. You have to be the one that is in control and you need to respect what the chart pattern is telling you to do. Okay. What the chart pattern is telling you to do. You don't force trades. You do what the pattern is telling you to do. And that there, that's where you get to trade stress-free. That's where you get to be happy and fulfilled. You need to know the areas in the technical charts where you need to sit on your hands. Now I'm going to share you, uh, I'm going to share with you this. All right. All right. Do you guys see this screen? I'm not sure which one you're seeing right now. Let me see. Do you guys see the screen right now? Do you, do you guys see my cursor? Just give me a one. Do you guys see my cursor? No? Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. These are the indices and these are five minute charts. Okay. What is the chart telling? Just a quick question. Just a quick question. Is this pattern telling me to get long, short, or sit on your, uh, sit on my hands? Just type it in long, short, or sit on your hands, long, short, or sit on your hands. Only one person, two people, three, four. Exactly. 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 So this pattern is telling us to sit on our hands. Why? Because it doesn't favor downside and it doesn't favor upside, right? How about this pattern over here? How about this pattern over here? Is it bullish? Is it bearish? Or is it down? You got it, Tom. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right. How about this one? The mini SMP. Mini SMP. Bearish. Short, short, short. Okay. Good. So you need to know when to trade and when to sit on your hands. So when you see the uh, the current context, you have one index. And by the way, you can replace these with the Qs, the spies, and the diamonds right here, like if you're a stock trader. So for example, here, you don't have any kind of um, idea whether the price is going to move higher or lower. What if I told you right now, what if I told you that this pattern has more of an upside look than a downside look. Would that be okay with you if I share what I'm seeing? Okay, I'm going to go far out to the four hour. Okay, I'm going to go far out to the four hour. Okay, the price went from a low on Thursday to a high in yesterday's session, right? So there's, you know, definitely a lot of price evidence that is showing us that the price action is what? Trying to change the trend over here, right? Because it has been downtrending, and since last Thursday, it went back up. But when it came back down, what do we see here, guys? What do we see here? We have we see massive support, right? We see massive support, support that we don't see in the Dow, support that we don't see in ES, support that we don't see in Russell, right? But we have it in Nasdaq. More so, Nasdaq has have proved a little bit more hold in today's sessions. For example, Google sideways is trading within yesterday's ranges, right? So we see some pictures of just I'm not saying strength, but a little bit of strength, right? Just a little bit of strength in Nasdaq. So this is an area of minor support. This 12,200 zone is an area of minor support. As long as this level is going to hold, right? We can look for projections higher and they're going to come from 30 to 30 minutes. What else do we see here? We see some indecision candles. This is the 30 minute. We see some indecision candles. We see topping tails, topping tails, topping tails, tells uh, the topping tail candles are telling us that they're selling pressure coming in. But at the same time, we're not breaking below. 
So here's what I see into NASDAQ. If we start breaking below 208, uh, yeah, 208. If we break below 208, we're bearish. We're bearish. If we break above, and you see how I'm combining timeframes, right? If we start breaking above 260, we're bullish all the way into the 280 to 289. That's it, okay? This morning, I was telling my, and in fact, not this morning, but the moment when I hopped uh, in this uh, meeting right here with you guys, I just wrapped up my trading room and I was telling my traders that, uh, and by the way, we were trading around uh, 200 to 180. We were trading just here uh, around close to 1130 or so. Um, and I was telling my traders that the price action is going to have no problem coming in to 33,000. And this is going to be the next area of support, of digestion, the 33,000. Did it come here? Yes. Okay. So you need to have enough information and know how to combine all these elements on the technical chart in order to provide you with the correct technical bias uh, for the chart that you're trading. Okay. Because trading is not a strategy, it's not show me a chart, give me an entry. Where's this stock going to go? Or where's this index going to go? No, it's about the whole system, it's about finding the odds for the trade, that's first off. Does it have, you know, 60% odds? Does it have 50% odds? Does it have 80% odds of success? Because these are things that we know in advance. We know that in trending markets, the price action is more likely to continue into the prior direction based on the chart symmetry and based on the strong technicals that are lining up, okay? Uh, but it is a rule-based system because we need to de develop the bias, right? Not only the odds for the trade, but the bias. What is the environment? Is it bullish? Is it bearish? And that you're getting from multi-time frame analysis. You're not going to just uh, look at one chart and try to determine the bias, the entry, the stop. No, it's about how fast you can put together many elements of technical analysis, the many, many elements of technical analysis. It's not only about, uh, about finding the high odds, right? It's about the whole system. It's about having the patience. And I know a lot of traders do not have the patience to wait. The patience to wait for a setup. So for example, right now, we don't have a setup in the market. Boom, we don't. We don't have a setup and that's fine because we don't trade if we don't have a setup. But there are traders that say, um, I'm going to get a little bit in here and see if it works. Well, I'm sorry. That means that you don't love your money because loving your money means taking NASDAQ short, for example, under 206 or 208 or taking it above 263 for a long. So it's long over 263 and it's bearish under 208. If you're taking it anywhere in between, and that's from the chart that I just showed you, if you're taking it anywhere in between, tough luck. It's not going to work for you. Okay, it's not going to work because it's in the middle of the chop. You need to resolve the chop. So you need to wait for the proper setup, waiting for a proper setup. There are not many setups into the market. Most of the setups are uh, the rotations that are happening, multi-time frame dimension on the specific uh, on the specific index that you're trading. Some days it's easier. Some days it's a little bit harder. It all depends on the environment. Not every day is the same. That's what makes trading so awesome. And nobody gets bored of trading and everybody keeps on coming for more. But you need to also have a fine and precise execution because if you don't have a fine and flawless execution, that's not going to get you anywhere.
Okay, so you need to have that fine and precise execution. Uh, you need to have really good money management skills because if you don't uh, have money management skills, then David just highlighted the fact that uh, he just released an uh, uh, an ebook. Uh, and I talk about the importance of having uh, uh, the importance of position sizing for the trades, which is um, it's the only thing it, it is actually the first thing that you need to learn before you start even trading and before you, uh, you know, you push the buy button or the sell button It's the first thing because that's going to break you or make you as a trader. And I'm not just saying that because very successful traders position size traders that fail and ultimately give up because they don't love money, you know, um, they don't position size. So it, it comes to that. The other thing that is so important is when you position size is to apply the same risk on all the trades and more so. So for example, if you're using, let's say $2,000 risk per trade, when you're using that $2,000 risk per trade, you have to position size and see how many contracts you can fit into that position sizing based upon your entry and your stop. Because the entry and the stop are always going to vary. They're not going to be the same on each and every single trade because of the parameters. Some days are volatile, some days are not. It depends on what setup, on what time frame, um, you know, they're setting on. So they're going to vary. But the only thing that is not going to be variable is your size, is your, uh, is your size, position size. All right. So, um, why are we all here again? Because we want to have more money. We want to earn more money. And you have to understand that trading is a very complex thing. And once you learn how it's done, it's easy. Okay. So for me, I don't really have to think about things twice before I hit the trigger because I have developed a stereotype. Um, it can supplement your income, create income or wealth. Uh, for example, when I'm trading my day trading account, uh, Whatever profit I have at the end of the month, I don't need to build up my account. I have the size that I'm trading with. I don't need to increase my size. Uh, and the profits that I make, I take out completely at the end of the month. I pay myself the salary. And uh, the rest, I just put into my swing trading account and my long-term holds. I compound into some position. I buy more position. And I'm a lot focused on dividend stocks as well. Um, Trading is a recession-proof, pandemic-proof, economic crisis-proof skill. So the stock market is always going to be there. The stock market is always going to be uh, open. We had proof during the pandemic where um, everybody was at home, there were lockdowns, and the stock market and the futures market was run absolutely, completely, 100% electronically, period. Okay? And think about this. You guys are here because you want to learn how to trade and you guys are here at the right time because guess what? Well, like I was saying, you only learn it once. Now I'm going to share with you, for those of you that have answered with number two and the, those of you that are only swing traders, I'm going to share with you something really interesting. I'm going to show you the time and money efficiency with trading futures, which is so super important. First of all, let's say you there's a trader that wants to trade futures, Right. Uh, and I'm going to share with you the two simultaneous tasks that we have done into the market a couple of weeks ago. So, for example, if you want to trade the queues, right, for the, this is for those of you that are stock traders primarily, because this is something that I want you to take a look. I'm not saying like, oh, start trading futures. No, I'm all I'm saying is just look into it, because this is how I started as well. 
because I, I'm in love with stocks. I love the stock market. And the futures market was something that I really, you know, wasn't really keen on getting into because I, I was successful as, at, at what I was doing. So I didn't want to change anything. But the reality is that when you trade stocks, there is one common denominator. So whether I was scanning and finding relative strength and relative weakness compared to the market, right? Because you have to look at the market internals. How do you start your day when you're a day trader, uh, when you're day trading stocks or when you're, uh, let's say, swing trading stocks? Uh, you're looking under the hood and you're looking at what? You're looking at the spies, the diamonds, you're looking at the, uh, you're looking at the Qs and you're looking at Russell. You're looking at these barometers that are going to tell you these are weaker, they're stronger. What is the general perspective? And based on what the market uh, structure is under the hood, the Q's despised diamonds and Russell, then you go along and scan and say, hey, if the market is bullish, let's say if the Q's despised diamonds, et cetera, they're bullish, what are you going to look for? You're going to look for um, stocks that are um, that are overperforming. Uh, and if the market is weak, you're looking at stocks that are underperforming. Why? Because when you scan for stocks that are outperforming, those stocks that are outperforming the market indices have many more chances of running higher, faster, over-delivering, going into targets and exceeding targets than the market itself. And then for weak stocks and weak market, you're going to look for the weakest, weakest, weakest stocks in a relative weekly uh, weak market because they're going to have chances of dropping faster without the market and but the market is going to help them and that goes for instant gratification so you could see how this balances and i found a way to incorporate that into the futures market because in the futures market not all indices are the same and they're into a leader ladder category so for example when we have the cues because we're going to talk about the cues in a little while Definitely, we have, uh, so under the hood of the queues, you have 100 NASDAQ stocks. And if those 100 NASDAQ stocks are performing better than, for example, the 30 Dow stocks, then you're going to have relative strength into NASDAQ. So on the very day, and especially for futures traders that are more driven into, for example, trading, um, you know, the S&P, they're like, they have blinders on, they go like, they're like zombies. Oh, I'm trading the mini SP. I'm just trading the mini SP. Uh, unless you're a market maker, you know, you don't have, you know, any right. I mean, who gives you the right? But, anyways, uh, uh, you know, um, you don't have any kind of explanation why you should be only trading the SP. Because, for example, today we had the biggest move happen into NASDAQ, not into the SP. OK, so every day is different. So I have incorporated this into the futures market and it works perfectly. So uh, some days we have perfect symmetry that just I was explaining in the first slide when I was doing the presentation about myself. I was talking about synchronicity and divergency, and that's why it was so important to talk about these things that now we're getting into charts so you have a better understanding. OK, so some days you have relative strength in NASDAQ and you have relative weakness in Russell. 
So for example, Russell stocks were a little bit weaker yesterday than, uh, than for example, NASDAQ. So NASDAQ was relatively strong yesterday. All right. So for example, let's say you want to trade NASDAQ because NASDAQ is the selection, let's say, and it has the relative strength. And you want to make sure that if it's uh, holding the chart pattern and the technical levels, it has more chances, let's say, of going higher. So let's say you want to buy NASDAQ. Let's say you want to buy the Qs that are priced at $300. And in order to do that, you need about $16,000 dollars in buying power to get 100 shares. And that is if you have a $30,000 account, because yes, you need to have at least $25,000 or more to open a day trading account, correct? Because if you lose my, because if you lose a penny, and if you open an account with $25,000, and if you lose a penny, your day trading status is out the door. Well, that's not the case with futures. OK, that's not the case with futures, because in the futures market, you could actually open an account with five, seven thousand dollar account and you can blow up, let's say, half of the account. But as long as you have sufficient cash in your account to cover the margin of the index that or commodity that you're going to be trading, you could still trade it. So they're not going to kick you out and say, oh, we're restricting you from day trading. OK, so in the queues, if the price goes up 50 cents, you're going to make 50 dollars. OK, if. For example, because each cent is a dollar. Now, in the futures market, if you want to buy NASDAQ, let's say it's trading at 15000 the trader needs about $17,000 in order to buy a contract. Because if the price goes up 50 points, you make $1,000, okay? So here is the proof. So I did, I've done this example, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, yes, it was on February 15th. And we have identified a pattern that was lining up in one of the trigger times. And one of the trigger times for the afternoon is one o'clock. So there, secret out of the back. Okay, so that's just one of them. There are many more trigger times. So we were stocking here. That's why we didn't buy it at 1230. That's why we didn't buy it at quarter to one. So that lined up with the perfect uh, rotational pattern. It was green on green. It was above the MA. So anyways, the technicals were all lined up, uh, including the uh, including the trigger time. So we considered this a long. So the price that we got in was $306. We respected the $100 because I wanted to be in line with the example that I shared with you in the slide before, and the buying power in effect was uh, $15,400, okay? So this is the buying power in effect. Now, the price went up into, uh, into the close. It was a long trade, and the trade was up $303. Everything was good, right? So the pattern worked, you know, the uh, price action uh, was favorable for the upside. So everything lined up beautifully. Now, this is the futures, right? You can see the same setup. This is where my cursor is. This is the entry. It's 12,626. Uh, you can see it right here. This was our entry right here. The buying power in effect is 17,300. So not far from buying 100 shares of the Qs, right? So the, the flexibility to buy, right? And the power to buy this is incredible. By the way, guys, Take a look at NASDAQ, what I've said earlier when I share with you the charts. Boom, that is a velocity move, guys. Welcome to Trade Out Loud Trading. That is a velocity move. Did I tell you this is going to go to 80? It's trading at 83 right now. All right, so you can see here we bought a one contract with this buying power and right now $2,480 into the close. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Would you rather trade the Qs, same amount of time, same pattern, uh, same buying power, or would you, by the way, there's more room to 320 in NASDAQ, uh, or would you rather, you know, trade 
futures. And this is specifically for those of you guys that are um, uh, that are trading stocks right now, day trading stocks. Just take a second look into the futures market. You're going to simplify your trading so much. Uh, but right there's more. Let's say you have a small account. I don't know. You have $5,000, $7,000, $10,000 account, and you cannot participate in a full-size contract, but you can trade micros. Well, same kind of setup. So nothing changes from the technical side. You have uh, green on green, uh, and you have the 20 SMA. You have support lining up with the trigger time uh, into the market. And guess what? Price action moving higher. And we took one contract at the entry price of 12,625. Uh, 12, you can see it right here. This is the buying power in effect. Shocker, $1,700. $1,700 in buying power. That's it. With $1,700 in buying power. So I repeat, $1,730, you were able to make $246.50 with one contract. And in the queues, with $15,483 with the 100 shares you would be you were able to make only $300 okay so you see the uh, the efficiency of this now let's go into the spy the spy same example with the same setup because all the indices were in sync and when the indices in sync this is just a beautiful thing uh we had the buy set up over here you can see that it was aligned green on green ma's below higher low formation so this is conducive for another power push a velocity move to the upside. The trade going into the close, the entry was 411. The buying power was 20,000, and you could see $262, right? $262. But wait, the MNE SP, please ignore this price right here because I was from before. This is actually from my personal account. So I was from before, and I added, I have added, by the way, uh, into the same setup right here. I've added into the same setup uh, and I've added, let's say, I think it was like 4136, uh, 4136. This is an average here. So don't pay attention to that because I was already in the trade, but I added more to my trade as the price was going for me and not against me. Uh, so the price went higher. Uh, buying power in effect, 46,000. You could see the result of the, for today. And this, by the way, it was only per contract right here, $3,600 for one contract. And then we have micros. Again, smaller accounts. Yes, you can participate into the futures market. And this is one contract. The buying power in effect is $1,166. And you can see the same type of setup that is lining up right here, just above the 20 SMA with the trigger price continuing higher, continuing uh, into the close. This is the reshuffling into the three o'clock and this is the 330 ramp that is taking the price higher and it was one contract 127 dollars. i don't know about you guys but the last time when i checked this is about 10 percent on a trade and this is with a really small account size now why do we need to learn how to trade first of all it's for financial independence so uh you need to learn how to trade you can't wing it and i'm telling you this and i have been telling this to traders from the very beginning, don't have high hopes if you're uneducated, because when you want to become a doctor, you spend about four or five years in medical school, and then you have six to seven years in residency. Uh, when you want to become a lawyer, you go to law school for uh, about four to five years, then you uh, uh, then you go into the preparation work for the bar and everything else, all the other exams for another two years. So why do you think trading is different? 
Why do you think trading is different? Trading is not different. And you have to put a lot of effort and a lot of time into, uh, into trading to make it work because it's a matter of getting used to the market, getting used to the market conditions, getting into the market rhythm and understanding why everything is happening. And the more you practice and the more you learn how it's trading, you learn, you learn things every single day into the first three to four years of trading. And uh, this is something that my mentor um, told me when I first started day trading. He said that, yes, you're doing it right now. And I was literally making money because I had guided 100% guided trading. And I was mentored from day one because I paid someone to literally sit here with me and trade. Uh, and I was very fortunate that I had that opportunity. And uh, I was being told that, hey, you're really going to start making serious money in about three years, because that is when you're going to build up your confidence. Uh, and you're going to learn more and more within these three years. And I said, no, that's not it's impossible. I know everything right now. But I didn't tell him that. But that's, that's what I was thinking when he was telling me that. And he was, again, he was, uh, he was exactly right for it. He was exactly right. Uh, there's a question. What was the setup? Okay. What was the risk for the trade? What was the risk on the setup? The risk of the setup was the bottom of this tail. So the entry was here and the stop was here and you could see the reward. You can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight hours into this trade. Okay. All right. So um, th that's what my uh, mentors, uh, mentor taught me. And I soon learned that year after year, I started to learn something more because you can't learn everything at once. Uh, but he was there for me and he would, you know, just push this information in my head every single day. And I was able to fast track super fast to where I'm right now. Um, so you want to be control over your money, whether you're day trading for income or you want to manage your long term money. I had a lot of traders come to me and I didn't even have a firm back then. Uh, I was just trading my own accounts in 2007 and 2008. Uh, going into 2009, Trade Out Law came about in 2010. But from 2007 to 2010, I was giving pro bono work and I was doing lunch and, work, lunch and learn at different uh, firms uh, around, uh, around Michigan, around Detroit, because they were heavily affected by layoffs, their 401ks were in, was in the drain. Uh, and I was doing these lunch and learns to try to uh, teach individuals that, uh, that they should not panic. And I wasn't even getting paid for this. It was, you know, something that I felt like I needed to offer. And then it started becoming so overwhelming that I needed to create a structure. I created Trade Out Loud to have a more organized approach into education. But back then I was doing pro bono work. Um, so you want to work from home. Yes, it has its perks working from home. I love working from home. I just work a couple hours a day. I haven't even been giving a lot of presentations lately. I don't do any kind of marketing, by the way, with Trade Out Loud. Nothing, zero, any kind of. So I do these presentations once in a while. I don't need to. I really don't need to. I have a, a group of people that I trade with. Uh, whoever wants to come and trade with me, fine. Whoever doesn't want to come trade with me, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. Um, you can customize your trading hours. So for example, for me, I allocate about three hours every single day to trading, uh, whether it's day trading, day trading, um, a day trading takes about two hours a day. And uh, for the uh, following hour, I manage my swing trades and I analyze the swing trades that I'm in. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to answer that question. What is the R 
What is the R? The R, so the risk represents the difference between the entry and the stop. And that trade is an easily probably seven or eight R gain. So if you risk $100, that trade deliver for you about $800, okay? So let's continue. Uh, now, let me share with you a trading plan in one slide, okay? For the, how many of you guys in here have a trading plan? Just type one in the chat box. Because if you do not have a, a trading plan, uh, this is for you. So if you have a trading plan, if that's working for you, that's great, okay? But some people may have a trading plan, they may not be working for, for them. And you really need a heart adjustment into that. And education plays that role into it. Now, let me share with you some of the things that I watch right off the open because I only like to trade. And typically, you know, uh, the reality is that every single day, I don't trade two full hours. So I'm in and out and then I'm done, right? Uh, so duration of the trade uh, probably is between 20 minutes and 30 minutes that I'm in the trade and that's it. And I'm done. Okay. And I'm totally done. All right. Let me tell you something about the market timing. The market timing, this is actually the market rhythm. The market opens at 930 and then uh, from, uh, not from 930, it has some stages into four o'clock into, I'm sorry, into 10 o'clock. So when at 930, 930, it opens and into 10 o'clock, it has two stages, two massive stages that we're going to talk about in the next slide. It has a first stage into the 935 and it has a second stage into the 945 and whatever is happening. So if you catch a trade that is happening within 930, and 9.45, the trade duration is going to be super fast. You're going to be done by 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10.05, or just 5 before 10 or something like that. So it's going to be super fast. The price action is super, super fast. There are setups that work better than others within these uh, within these uh, time frames. And you can make money fast if you know exactly what you need to do. This is something that I have specialized in because I don't want to waste my life and my time in front of the computer all day. Uh, so I've worked too much to know what I know right now and not to apply it into my day-to-day -day trading. Uh, and the goal is to, to work less and play more, right? So the other market timing is at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock and 10.30, these are huge um, uh, timing, um, re huge reactionary timings into the market. There are a lot of things that are happening at 10 o'clock, a lot of things that are happening at 10.30 that we're going to speak about into the next slide. Now, what time frame do we need to focus on if you're a day trader? Okay, if you're a day trader, like I said, if you're a swing trader, we're going to talk about swing trading tomorrow and investing, and we're going to talk about uh, on Wednesday. But for the time, let's focus more on the day trading portion of it. So a uh, time frame that I pay attention to and where I find my setups, keep in mind where I find my setups are the two minute, the five minute and the 15 minute. And rarely that I find setups very aggressively on the one minute. I do not trade, take charts. Um, the other thing that I wanted to draw attention to is that these are executional timeframes. They serve purposes for that quick incision into price action to get the entry, okay? Just to get the entry fast, uh, to create the stop fast, okay? However, the analytical timeframes are going to tell you whether you need to go long or short, what the structure of the market is. 
So uh, the other timeframes like the 30 minute, the one hour, the four hour, the daily, the weekly, and the monthly are going to give you that information. And that information you need to analyze every single day before you take the decision on the two minute. Very often I get a lot of traders into my coaching programs and they are... And, Basically, what, what they're doing is everything wrong because they have one big fat chart of a one minute or a two minute or a five minute right in front of them. And they are they have blinders on. They have no idea what's happening on the other spectrum. OK, they have no idea. Well, in reality, uh, you need to let me just share my home screen with you guys, because I think it's so important. OK, that's my home screen. Let me just adjust it real quick. All right. So this is where I'm getting my bias, where I'm getting my entries. So it's one screen over here. Okay. And uh, as you guys can see, I have the one minute, the two minute, the five minute, and the 15 minute up here. These are my executional time frame. By the way, we're talking about NASDAQ. What did I say? It's going to go where? It's going to go to 280. Well, we went a little bit higher. Ooh, isn't it sweet? It went to 300. Sweet, right? Sweetness. How much would you pay someone to teach you these high velocity moves? I mean, there's priceless. Really, they're priceless. I mean, you you can it, it's mind boggling how they work almost every single time, right? Okay, so you're getting your perspective from these time frames. You could see them right here. This is the monthly, the weekly, the daily. And you're gonna say, Oh my god, but I'm trading the one minute chart. Well, why do I need to look at the monthly? Well, if you're not looking on the monthly, you're missing out because the monthly is gonna show you if there is a massive support or resistance or if it has a tradable void. Because guess what? If the monthly chart is into resistance like it was here, you would not go long on that specific day, right? And what we do is you focus your strategies on shorting rather than going long or based on the technical pattern, okay? So for example, the weekly chart suggests more upside to it, right? So yesterday we traded above the last week's high, right? That propelled the market higher. It actually made a new high into NASDAQ, right? Because it went to 12000 486 yesterday. Today, today, look what it did. Today it opened, it went lower. And this is narrative. This is Powell. I don't trade news, but I trade the effects of the news, right? So after Powell's speech, everybody was like, oh, snoozing. Yeah, the market is lower. So what's the deal? What's the deal? Wait until there's a pattern so compelling that you cannot not resist taking right? So we took NASDAQ long. We took S&P long. Guess what? We made profits. We made tons of profits. I'm going to show you the stats, right? So earlier today, I was mentioning that there is a level that if we break above the 60, where are we going to go? We're going to go 80. And there's a little bit more upside probably into the 90. And like I said, we have room into the 300. There's still room into the 350 area, 350 to 360. By the way, this is how you read. So you're getting your bias from these big fat guys over here. So these big fat guys are telling you what? Even this one right here. Look at the inflection point. I was telling my traders today and the trader was like, okay, if we're getting the price into the 200, we're going to go long. Okay. We're going to go long because this is such a juicy place. We got to be long. Okay, we got to be long. So then you go after you're done your analysis on these and you're getting your bias and you're getting everything else with maximum accuracy, then you're getting uh, you're going right here. You see this inside bar inside and out right into support, right? Minor support, should I say right into minor support confluence area right here. Price went back down and back up. Look how nicely this dotted line is holding this is support right here. 
Okay. So again, uh, you know, pay attention to what the chart is telling you. Like, for example, take this one minute. It went up, pulled back, rotation, back up. It exceeded the 300 level. It went a little bit higher. And now it's forming another higher low. So what do you think the price action is going to do here? It's a slam dunk. If it trades over 92, it's going to go back to 300, probably into 307 and even higher. But it needs to hold the 274. Okay. All right. So uh, let's share a little bit more about the trading plan and what you need to do because it's so important pattern-wise. Pattern-wise, I just show you a buy setup that is forming a NASDAQ that pulled back by rotation. That is the buy setup. This is the most common strategy that you're going to be using 90% of the time, maybe more. Um, <clears throat> in my trading, I'm using the buy strategy, okay? Or the sell strategies, the buy setup strategy or the sell setup strategy. And then we have the breakout and the breakdown. These are the easiest patterns to learn, easiest. And they're the most applicable into any kind of market condition. But you need to know when to apply the buy and when to apply the sell. Because at certain times, you apply the buy in a downtrend or you apply the sell in an uptrend. And that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You need to be with the dominant trend. And you need to be with higher timeframes in sync. Now, execution timeframes. For those of you that really want to succeed and really want to make money, position size, focus on these patterns. Focus on the market timing and pay attention to execution timeframes because execution timeframe, we have the 935, which is what? The first execution time into the market. We have the 945, which is the second execution time in the market. This is, why are these important? Because these are the times where these buys or sells or breakdowns or breakdowns happen. So you don't waste your time and you don't waste your money. So you know that. When the market opens at 9.30 between between 9.30 and 10 o'clock, you're going to look for a velocity move that is happening with a pullback buy or a pullback sell uh, or breakout or breakdown at 9.35, 9.45, 10 o'clock, 10.30 with the dominant trend, okay? All right, next slide. Uh, here's a pre-market game plan, market rhythm. Like I was saying earlier, right? The market opens at 9.30. Usually you're getting a move from 9.30 to 10 o'clock right? Usually you're getting a move from 9.30 to 10 o'clock. That is if you're not getting them chop fast from 9.30 to 9.45. In very volatile conditions, I have noticed that this chop may continue well into 10 o'clock and 10 o'clock is going to be the decision. Sometimes I saw it back in 2020 when the market was choppy going into when? Into 10.30 because the higher the volatility, the higher the chop into the market. And it needs a lot more time to digest before it takes a decision. Okay, but let's say we're getting, you know, kind of like a normal market environment when the market opens. Let's say if this example is for the upside. The same happens for the downside. Just put the put this chart upside down. So this is the most active period of time. This is when the most volume is into the market. Everybody's trading. The, the most institutional institutional moves are happening here, 9.30 to 10 o'clock. Trades that are happening here are super fast, super accurate, and super simple, believe it or not. They're, they are happening either on a buy setup or a sell setup, right? Either on a buy setup or a sell setup. Uh, so when you're having the move that is happening, and if you have a setup, the ones that I have been talking about, let's say into 9.35 or 9.45, expect the trade to go into the target into 10 o'clock, <clears throat> around 10 o'clock, give or take five minutes. That's it, period. Take your profits and run, done. You're done for the day. If the market is not lining up and super choppy, right? Then you have to wait a little bit more. But then again, even if it's choppy, remember that 10 o'clock is a huge inflectionary time into the market. What goes up, what goes down. What goes down, what goes, must go up into 10 o'clock, okay? Just go with the dominant trend. And then, 
And then if you miss this move or you didn't have, you know, the, the proper setup into the market and you say, yeah, I'm going to wait it out, uh, wait for a pullback that is happening into 1030. Okay. Because if the, if you're getting a pullback into 1030, that is not violating the uh, 930 low. You're having yourself a trend trade going into 11 o'clock or 1130. And same thing here. Once you're outside of the top, look for a 10 o'clock, pull back into the 1030. PB is pulled back and continuation into it. This is the trend. This is where your management should be, uh, uh, should not be as aggressive. This is where the management should be aggressive. Okay. Between 930 and 10 o'clock, between 930 and 10 o'clock, the management should be really aggressive because these are very aggressive moves. The management should be a little bit laid back between 10.30 and 11 because the market has already proved that it has been setting up on a trend. If it did, sometimes it's sideways, right? Today, completely sideways, right? All right, preparation. What do you need to do before you actually look at the technical chart and before you actually start buying or selling into the market, right? Now, remember the entry point into the market is very important because that that shows your commitment to the upside or to the downside. That is the one time when your capital is at risk. That is the danger zone. So be mindful of that. Before you actually do anything, you have to check your economic releases. Economic releases are very important because they're the ones that are have the power to shift the market in one direction or another. I personally don't trade news. If you like to trade news, it's up to you what you want to do. I don't. I trade the reaction of the news. So I trade after the news. Um, you have to check earnings, especially in the heavy uh, period of earnings season. Now we're outside, so now it doesn't matter as much. But uh, when you're at the beginning of earnings season, the first six weeks of earnings season are imperative because they're going to be earnings dominated. The uh, futures indices are going to be uh, um, uh, are going to be um, uh, stock dominated. Uh, you need to perform your pre-market game plan, uh, just like I showed you. Uh, uh, multi multiple multi-time frame analysis has to be a must. Develop your uh, bias, develop your um, uh, odds for the trade, develop your risk for the trade. That which should be the same on each and every single trade. That shouldn't even be a thing. Uh, and then zoom on your technical execution and try to identify a pattern. If you don't identify a pattern, the trade is not there. Period. Walk away. Go for a walk. Fifteen minutes. Come back and see if you have another technical pattern. Uh, you have to determine the key inflection points on the chart before you actually get in. So you need to determine your entry, your stops, uh, but also your targets and the way you're gonna be managing. A lot of times the price action, uh, uh, past price behavior is gonna dictate how future price behavior uh, uh, management is going, to, uh, is going to play out. And then you have to determine the key trigger locations because the entries have to be precise uh, for me as well, this is how I was trained, um, and uh, it, they have to be super accurate. So, for example, if we want to take the mini S and P at forty twenty and seventy five point uh, seventy five, that is the entry. It's not we're not winging it and saying, "Oh, I'm going to get it here at forty thirteen, and then uh, we'll see what happens." No, a trigger is a trigger, and it has been decided to be a trigger because that area needs to be confirmed, needs to be tested uh, in order to get into the trade. And of course, you need to determine determine the relative strength weakness uh, in indices. So uh, in earnings reports, we're all, all the way over here. So we're all the way over here. So we're really winding down. Uh, now, let me tell you something about timeframes again, because you need to dig deep into timeframes so you really have to handle and understand, because these are some of the tricks that I was taught 
when I first started day trading, and these are applicable for date for stock trading for futures trading uh, as well. Uh, so uh, when the market opens, uh, the moves being so fast, uh, the first setups that are happening, they're going to happen on the one minute, because when you're watching the first two to three minutes, you're not going to have any kind of candle close on the five minutes. So you don't have any kind of gauge of what's going to happen based upon that, uh, based upon that uh, uh, candle. You could have an idea of the forecast, but you don't have a really good idea of what's going to happen, right? You, you can't predict, but you can't predict with accuracy. But the one minute is the first one that is the forming patterns, then there's the two minutes. So from 9.30 to 10 o'clock, the one minute and two minutes are the time frames that you need to watch for patterns. The uh, five minute... Uh, the five minute is from 10 o'clock to 1130, because uh, keep in mind, 10 o'clock, more like 10 to 1015 uh, is where you need to pay attention more to the five minute. Because remember what I was telling you guys, the five minute is a little bit more dominant. And once it gets into the uh, uh, after 10 o'clock, going into 1030, remember that uh, once you have a pattern develop, uh, it's more likely that the pattern will continue in the direction that it pointed out between 9.30 and uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, and then uh, in the doldrum period, the period where we are trading in right now, the focus should be on the 15 minute and not onto the uh, not onto the uh, five minute because you're getting a lot of uh, false uh, buy setups, sell setups, a lot of false patterns that are likely to fail within the doldrums. And then as you're getting outside of the doldrums from two o'clock, four o'clock, just pay attention to the five minute because the five minute is going to be the best time that you can switch back into trading. All right. So if you want to learn how to find winning trades, just roll up your sleeves and uh, learn how to trade because this is the uh, this is a great time to learn how to trade. But I just want to show you something before we continue. All right, just want to show you because we've been talking about Nasdaq and I was telling you guys about the 15, uh, 15 minute setup, right? So the 15 minute is very important at this time because it's not going to give you any false breakouts. Now, this is one of the patterns that I did not mention in here, but this is one of the patterns that we're teaching in our course. And this is called the uh, the uh, inside uh, the inside uh, inside decision. So as you guys can see here, the price action is levitating between the prior candle high and low. Do you guys see it? You guys see it, right? It's levitating between the high and the low. And in fact, it's levitating above the 50% candle of the power move that it has happened uh, into the 12 o'clock. So this candle is pr pretty explicit. I'm going to tell you right now, the high of this candle is 292. Okay, we break above 292. We're going higher. The next target is going to be into 300, 300 uh, 310. And then we're zipping into the 320. That's where we're going. If the price action is not going to trigger, that's why you can't take a trade when the price is trading right now, let's say at 274. You can't. You can't. Okay. Because you need to have a trigger point. So once you get it above this high over here, above this high over here, you need to see a print of 92.93 in order to get in long. You can expect the price action to continue higher. As long as the price action is trading between this high and low, the price is not going to go anywhere. It's going to be total in the chop. However, the price is going to start trading below the 258 to 255. The price action is going to start retracing lower. And you can expect a price target of 237. Boom. That's the analysis on it. And you can see how easy and flawless it becomes when you have the right tools and when you know exactly what, how you can forecast into market. And, you know, as a gauge, just watch that trade and see what happens.
So uh, if you want to learn uh, how to trade with a structured approach, we can teach. We actually teach on Trade Live every single day, a highly successful technical system that trades in sync with the institutional power, uh, institutional money flow in the first two hours and enables us to profit on momentum moves at specific times, locations, and precise technical patterns. Who else triggers and trades at specific times, locations, and precise technical patterns? Do you guys know? I'm going to tell you. Algorithms. So we actually trade a very sophisticated and super accurate and at the same time, incredibly simple and awesome and profitable system that allows us to participate at the same time with institutional money flow. We don't follow institutions. We're trading with institution. And our method overrides any kind of news event literally, because you saw what happened into the market, boom, the market went lower. And then guess what? We saw power momentum for higher at 12,200 in NASDAQ. And we said, what? We're going to stop for a long. <laughs> That's right. We're going long on this. Um, and this allows you to trade less than two hours a day. Okay, no artificial, you guys saw we don't use any mumbo jumbo artificial indicators, um, you know, earnings, we, we this method actually overrides any kind of earnings, dark pools and everything. All right. So trading for those of you that are just starting trading, trading is like learning how to drive, it could be really overwhelming, because you have to keep track of the gas breaks the mirror so you don't crash. But once you get used to it all. You don't have to worry about all you have to worry about it is getting into your destination because it becomes second nature. Like if you get in the car right now, do you really think it's like, oh my God, I gotta put my seatbelt on, I gotta, you know, pull up my pull up my seat and uh, no, you just get in a car and drive. Okay. Trading is the same. It keeps track of your entry, your stop, market conditions, you take profit, or stop out. Stop outs, guys, are part of the program, are part of the trading plan. But guess what? If you risk by position sizing, if you don't exceed one R for each trade and you keep your size the same, you're going to be a massive winner. You're going to be a massive winner. You're going to start chunking up those beautiful profits. Don't be all over the place. So wouldn't it be helpful to have someone that can teach you all this? I'm inviting you guys to the Futures Trading Room. If you guys want and are ready to start making money and start generating income, uh, we have the Trading Room, which is open every single day, Monday through Friday, from 9 a.m. to 11.30. That's right. I come on the mic probably around 9.20, 9.15, depending on the market. Today, I came a little bit into the 9.25 because the market was snoozing. There was nothing to do, right? Right off the bat. The market was very choppy in the morning until Powell started to speak. Uh, so from 9.30 to, 10, uh, to, uh, 9.30 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get a pre-market game plan. So once I come on the mic, I do the pre-market game plan. I'm going to give you the bias. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked. The bias is literally almost 100% of the time right on the money. You're going to get real-time precise trading. You're going to get 100% guided trading. So that means that if you're a real newbie, but you need to know how to position size, and I'm going to give you tools for that. Uh, with a monthly membership, you have access to that. I'm going to show you what you have access to in a second. And that's your obligation because I don't know what your account size is. So I'm going to give you guidance, what you need to do into targets, what you need to do, uh, you know, when, you, where you need to enter, what you need to do. So I'm, I'm giving you all the information. I'm trading out loud. I'm telling you, I am buying that stock at, I don't know, 12,660. And I'm putting the stop uh, at 12,640. And these are my targets. Boom, boom, boom. 
and I'm on the mic. So once the trade triggers, I'm live and I'm telling you, I'm going to be waiting until it hits target one. If target one, it's your option. You want to take half off the table. If you want to take a quarter off the table, it's up to you or take it all out because the, the momentum has shifted. So I walk you through. If it stops out, it stops out. It's part of the game. Okay. What is the, what is a stop guys? What is a stop? It's a tiny little stop. It's a one-hour loss at an ocean in an ocean of trades. But for some traders, it can be devastating because some traders can risk 10% on a trade. On the second trade, can risk 1%. On the third trade, can risk 7%. They're all over the place. And they wonder like, oh, wow, why am I losing money? Why am I not successful? Trading doesn't work, okay? That's because they don't have no idea how to trade. Uh, so you got a real time response to all your questions. And by the way, I don't answer any kind of questions into the first hour because that's my job. I trade, I trade for a living. So I trade my own accounts, uh, lectures and mentoring private feed for all traders and the trading room price will increase soon. Okay. So if you want to hop on board $299 a month, uh, this is what you can expect. And, uh, trade with me. If you're losing money in the market, if you don't have a system, if you don't have a process that eliminates emotions and you're feeling like anxious, you're doing it all wrong. If you lack confidence and if you need a hand-holding system, if you want to learn as you're earning, that's what I had, okay, when I started trading. Uh, so that that helped me to get where I am today. Uh, and if you want to develop healthy trading habits, I'm going to give you, um, uh, this is the website. This is where you go to. You go to services and you go to the futures trading room. Okay, you can read more about uh, what you're going to get with this. And by the way, we are Benzinga's FinTech Award winners for the best financial literacy tool for 2021 out of 400 trading companies. That's right. We deliver, over deliver. All right, you get to read more about the trading room here. And if you scroll to the very, very, very bottom, you're going to find the uh, the plans. We have an yearly plan, which obviously is the most popular um, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get about, um, $600 off this. Uh, this is the monthly plan. These two, uh, all the plans are going to go up in price. Uh, so, um, monthly plan is $299 a month. I mean, you know, think about this $299, right? And if you divide this by, I don't know, 30 days, that's let's say $10 a day. You cannot make, or let's say, you know, tw let's say because they're 20 trading days. So let's say $299 divided by 20 days. Guys, if you cannot make $15 in a day, I mean, you, this program is not for you. Okay. This program is not for you. If you don't think you can make $15 in a day, this program is not for you. We got a one day pass and a five day pass. These are not renewable. If you want to uh, test the waters and see how I trade. Uh, and at the very bottom here, you have the futures uh, trading performance, okay? And because everybody's asking for performance, you know, it's funny that they don't ask for performance, you know, when they're going to the big, big box companies out there, uh, trading companies, you know, oh, no, the performance is not important. It's not relevant. Okay, here's my performance since 2017 when the trading room came about. And more so, here's what you're going to be getting when you join the trading room. You're going to have access. But this is not for the one-day pass and the five-day pass. This is just for the monthly pass. So the monthly pass is going to get you access to the uh, performance tracker. These are all the trades. And by the way, these are the two trades that we took today. Okay. These are the two trades that we took today. Okay. So uh, that what was that? $15 a day to make this. Okay. Even if you, even if you take it with one micro, 
I mean, seriously. Okay, you have access to my personal performance. This is my personal performance from my trading account with the size that I trade. You can see this is January. You can scroll up here. You could have so much fun, you know, looking through this. This is February. These are my results of profit and loss ratio, win ratio. Here it is February. With, and by the way, you can see here all the wins or the losses, everything, right? Everything. Transparency, 100% transparency. This is March. I took a snapshot today of my account. Okay. We have GC that is still open, but take a look. These are the trades. All the trades that we took in March, 100% win ratio, 100%. We got risk management over here. So uh, we provide you with the risk calculator. So you position size, you go here, boom, you have access to position size calculator. So now if I call a trade and let's say uh, there's a trade in uh, the S&P with a seven point stop, you go, okay, here's the, mini by the way, this is your risk amount. This is highly customizable for your account size and your risk level. So for example, if you have a seven point stop, let's say in, uh, I don't know, any mini S&P, you could take 14 contracts, okay, with $5,000, okay? That's my risk per trade. Uh, $5,000, you could take this, <clears throat> okay? So you could actually have, for example, if you have, let's say, $120 risk per trade, okay? And say you have a seven point in a mini S&P, you go like, oh my gosh, I can't take it with full-size contract, but oh my gosh, I could take it with micros. So you could see that you take it with three micros. That's position sizing. That's what you need to do. That's the only thing that you need to do in order to grow your account. You got rules, you got guidelines over here, you know, how to take the trades, what a soft stop is, what is whatever, you know, all the details. I'm not going to go through it. We offer our own personal funding. Uh, we have the roll dates. We have option expiration dates and how to trade them as well. We have we offer layout for my platform. Are you kidding me? So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, we provide charting and all that fun stuff. So if you guys are ready to jump into professional trading, the tra this trading is for you. Okay, thanks so much, David. And I hope you guys um, get, get started with futures trading. Take a second look at it. Minimum account size. Um, you can open an account with as little as of uh, 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 five thousand dollars with uh, TD Ameritrade. 